This is an RPR News Link. As the world continues to face the ongoing effects of the coronavirus pandemic, the U.S. bishops will join the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops in renewing her consecration of the two nations to the maternal care of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church. The act of consecration will take place this coming Friday, May 1st. If you're in the Bismarck Diocese, the consecration will be live-streamed from the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit at noon central. Bishop Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, will participate in the consecration with a private liturgy at 2.30 at the Cathedral of the Sacred Heart in Winona. It will be live-streamed on the Diocesan YouTube channel and Facebook page. And Our Lady of Grace Church in Minot, North Dakota, is offering its third parking lot prayer activity this Sunday, May 3rd, beginning at 3 p.m. People are asked to bring their cars to the church's south parking lot, remain in their vehicles, and tune their radios to FM 91.1. They will then be able to pray together with broadcast at the Divine Mercy Chaplet and Most Holy Rosary. This has been an RPR Newslink. Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Welcome to St. John Paul II Parish in Harrisburg, South Dakota. I am Father John Rutten, the pastor here, and blessed to bring you the sacrifice of the Mass here on Real Presence Radio uh, live. Uh, so we prepare our hearts and our minds to be offered back to God. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. We today celebrate the feast of St. Catherine of Siena, a virgin and doctor of the church. Our entrance antiphon, Here is a wise virgin from among the number of the prudent, who went forth with lighted lamp to meet Christ. Alleluia. Let us pray. O God, who set St. Catherine of Siena on fire with divine love in her contemplation of the Lord's passion and her service to your church, grant through her intercession that your people participating in the mystery of Christ may ever exult in the revelation of his glory, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, this is the message that we have heard from Jesus Christ and proclaim to you. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him, while we continue to walk in darkness, we lie and do not act in truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of his Son, Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we are without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we acknowledge our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from every wrongdoing. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, 
and his word is not in us. My children, I am writing this to you so that you may not commit sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is expiation for our sins and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. O oh, bless, bless the, the Lord, Lord, my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, and all my being. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. He pardons all your iniquities. He heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with kindness and compassion. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. Merciful and gracious is the Lord, slow to anger, abounding in kindness. He will not always chide, nor does he keep his wrath forever. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. But with kindness of the Lord is from eternity to eternity toward those who fear him, and his justice toward his children's children among those who keep his covenant. O oh, bless the Lord, my soul. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to the little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus responded, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We have this beautiful gospel from Matthew to celebrate the feast of St. Catherine of Siena. And in our time that we live in, um, you know, even before coronavirus, we, we live in a time of anxiety. We live in a time that's challenging and difficult. And uh, there are many burdens that are upon us. And it didn't, we didn't need to come to this uh, to know that... Um, laboring, we're laboring, we're laboring, and it's difficult. Uh, laboring to raise families, laboring to find meaning in work, laboring to fit everything into our schedules, uh, and in some ways, like, that work kind of 
you know, you, you try a little harder. So it sort of, you want to pay attention to what is right in front of you. But paying attention to what, right, what is right in front of you can sometimes cause even more difficulty. Not sometimes. Most times it causes more difficulty. What, because what happens is we're paying attention to everything around us and, and it becomes sort of trapped inside itself. And so I want to pay more attention and I need to get more balance and I need to get more. And the only time we, st we kind of begin only looking outside of ourselves when we're looking for uh, another solution. You know, it's like um, I'm discovering, I've been discovering over the years that what you eat impacts how you live and how you feel, right? So, uh, you know, so we're like trying to manage it all and we're, we want to get it fixed, you know, so we're looking looking at everything, looking more closely and they're like, oh, maybe maybe it's what I'm eating. Okay, I'll, I'll look for this. And then we look outside to like find the thing and then we bring that in. Okay, all right, well, maybe it's not that. Okay, maybe exercise, I need to do that. Okay, I'm not exercising. That's not within this sphere that I look at very often. Uh, and so we're like, okay, I got to exercise. So I look outside to, to exercise. So. We, and, then, and then it grows more enclosed, and it's almost a trap we don't see coming, but the more that we're trying to like find this relief, it's like the Chinese finger trap. We're sort of even stuck more the more that we work at it. Uh, and, and the difficulty is we end up sort of becoming pessimistic about what's outside, because everything we try, you know, it just seems to be like another burden. Yeah, you know, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, and then it's just like, ah, I'm just going to try and manage this. And we just get to a point where we say, well, I can just make this work. <laughs> and we just barrel through life, right? Or, as a little side note, how many marriages are waiting until they're done raising kids to actually live marriage? Right? And, and this is just a normal experience, right? You know, like you come up out of a breath or how many of your kids are like entering college and then now you're like, oh, okay, who's this person that I've been living with for 40 years? <laughs> okay, you're like trying to barrel through it as opposed to like looking and saying like, what does it mean that these children outside of me are also a part of this thing that I am connected to? Um, and, and so we miss the, the thing that's there. And what is it that is the problem? The problem is that we are self-sufficient. We want to be self-sufficient. We think that the solution to my problem is something that I have. And we can even spiritualize it or put it in spiritual terms. And so we look out for the things that we think are going to help us. And because they're spiritual, well, then it's even more difficult because when they don't work and they become an even heavier burden, then we feel like, well, God isn't even wanting to help me. Right? But what do we find? We find that in the Gospel command, he says, he reveals them to the childlike. <laughs> he reveals them to the childlike. And we don't want to be childlike in the way that he means. The child is just the one who receives what it is that's given. But can also just cry because they want to cry, right? Looks at reality in such a way and says, this is a burden. Right? But is also then so faithful to their experience. You know, I love when, when children are upset um, and then something changes and they're not. You ever notice that? A child can change on a dime. Right? It's like, rah, 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 you didn't, you don't like me, you're the worst mom, blah, blah, blah. And then something comes on TV and they're like, oh. <laughs> and they're just happy, right? They're faithful in a way to say, ah, this is helping me. 
right? I didn't plan this. I didn't think this, right? I was arguing because of all this, but, but like I'm here or me as uncle, right? I, when I show up over to the houses, you know, I get to show up over there and I open the door and then like, oh, and then everything stops. I'm like, oh, Father John's here. <laughs> right? So this is the, the way of God, actually, is the childlike way is to just say, yeah, I do have a need. I am struggling. There is a burden. But you live it in such a way that you're living open to what's outside of you. Right? To pay attention to what's inside is to open up the need. But the need then has to stay open to something that comes from outside of you that isn't my idea already, right? Isn't the thing that I'm planning is going to solve my thing. But it just is a fact. It happens. I said, oh my gosh, this was great. Right? And maybe some of you have gotten to a place where because you're at home more, you're listening to Real Presence Radio or you're watching Real Presence Radio, you're watching Mass, you're living in such a way that you can say, wow, I'm really helped by this. Right? Be sure to pay attention to the things that are really helping lift your burden. Uh, and if in these days you're more burdened, the problem isn't God. Right? The problem isn't that God isn't there to provide for you. His, he promises, my yoke is easy, but you've got to learn from me. Right? And sometimes we just need to let go of what we are expecting the solution to be and really begin to lift our eyes and look outside of what our ideas are, our plans are. And maybe it's somebody who isn't even in your radar. Right? The last few months, uh, I've come across some poor people who can't do anything for me. Right? They, they, I can't hardly do anything for them either that's really going to solve their problem. Right? And so if I measure them according to, oh, I got a lot of things to do. I don't have time to stop right here after I'm at high V to like talk to this guy. Right? Or, uh, I, you know, we're at church here. I was met someone at a church one time in the last month, and you know, I don't have time for all of this. You know, well, I can't really help you anyway. You're, you know, we don't have. I don't have any money on me. I don't have any. I can't really help you any. Right. We can, that's what I mean by reduce it down to our measure. But when, when you just receive the one that comes, I still have the face of this man that I met outside of high V, and, and I just had to stop, and all I could do was ask him his name. Right? But somehow in that, that little encounter, that little gaze, I just thought, God, you love him. You created him. And when that thought hit me, it, some light, like, you created me. You love me. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, there's a lifting, there's a lifting, that light, like, dispelled my darkness. Um, but five minutes before I met this man, I never could have thought that would be the solution to my need. Right? And the same is for us in the midst of coronavirus. We can be, a, we can just so hold on to, I would be better if. My life of faith would grow when. Right? No, no, no. Let's just like be children. Right? And just live the circumstances with a great need. Right? The absence of what it is we want is a great need. But then let's say, Lord, just show me where you want to open your face to me. Right? And that's the only thing that we absolutely need. We need the face of God to look at us in such a way that we know again we are sons and daughters of His. That's what we need. That's the food that feeds us with faith. 
And he revealed himself in a multitude of ways. And so now we have this great absence, this great sorrow that we can't receive him in the Eucharist. But he has not left us. And the childlike one goes around the neighborhood and says, I can't go play with my friends anymore, but I know there's friends around here somewhere. I saw on Facebook my little nephew who can't be about, I don't know, maybe two, right? Just old enough to learn how to ride a scooter. And he had his little helmet on, right? Because he's being safe. He was wearing his helmet at like two or something. And I just had to howl laughing. The sun's kind of going down and his mom must be videotaping him and he's riding his scooter with his helmet on and he's just probably in the neighborhood saying, I know I'm a child of God. He had to be because he wasn't wearing anything but a diaper. <laughs> Nothing but a diaper. He had his helmet on. <laughs> and I just thought that right there is someone who knows they have a mother and a father. That right there is someone they know. I live in a world that's wonderful, right? Folks, right now in this precarious time, sometimes we feel a little naked. But it's all a matter of disposition. It's all an attitude of where we are. And in that place, we say, God, I need you, right? And the light that comes to us changes us. And it doesn't change and all of a sudden we get our clothes back on. All of a sudden we can go back to Mass. All of a sudden we can have the things like they were before. It changes us in a way in which we can say, my gosh, it's kind of like just before, but somehow I'm fulfilled. I'm happy. There's a light. And I didn't make it burn. I didn't light it. And I didn't make it grow. But it's here. And I think... I know who started it. Let us pray. Let us pray here at this altar that the great needs we have, the great sorrows, the great burdens that we have carried and we carry even today might be lifted to the Father. And that our darkness might be dispelled by the light of Jesus Christ who is risen and present in this world today. We come before the Lord and ask that he would answer our needs. We pray for the Holy Father as he continues to guide the church as the point of unity for all those who believe. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for all those in religious life, for those that have offered their life, particularly to lives of prayer, that their union together and their uh, deep love for all of humanity might enkindle in us a greater flame of love. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for all those that do not know God, for those that are not aware of their identity as created and loved and sustained by Him, that they might meet someone that helps them know this truth. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the poor and afflicted in so many ways, those that are addicted, those that struggle with health of body, mind, and spirit, that they might be given the strength of perseverance. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
We pray for all those who uh, bring the mission of Jesus Christ throughout the world through the means of radio and television and the internet, and particularly for the charism of Real Presence Radio and gratitude for the service they are to so many who are in need of sustenance and hope in these days. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the souls of the faith that departed. To the mercy of God, may they rest in peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we give thanks for the gift of life and for your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth, and work of human hands that will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands that will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, the saving sacrifice we offer in commemoration of St. Catherine, so that instructed by her teaching we may give her ever fervent thanks to you, the one true God, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift, we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin, fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and all the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection 
until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Donald, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed apostles, with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. If we walk in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of his Son, Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all sins. Alleluia. Prayer of Spiritual Communion My Jesus, I believe that you are in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart, as though you have already come. I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. 
May the heavenly table at which we have been fed, O Lord, confer eternal life upon us, as even in this world it nourished the life of St. Catherine, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. We'll be back in five minutes uh, following Mass. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.